ready to create and grow the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. A bigger audience, more impact, and a new revenue stream. We'll show you how. I'm Jenny Barcelos. And I'm Sandy Connery. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Soulful MBA podcast. Today's episode is all about meeting in real life. <laughs> so I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hey, Sandy. Hi, Jenny. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. And we just put on a huge, a huge for us live event in Seattle last week. And so we're interrupting our regularly scheduled podcast for this, this week to sort of pop in and share a little bit about our event and lessons learned. And why we think it's really important when you're doing work on the internet to actually have ways to meet in person. So we just kind of want to debrief with you all from that. And I know some of you were there and some of you wish you were there. And this is going to give you a little peek and insider information about why and how we crafted the event the way that we did. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. And I just want to say we're all still a little bit exhausted from that experience, but we wanted to record this and, and kind of squeeze it in this week just because it's fresh in our minds. We're still tired. The suitcases aren't yet unpacked. And so this is probably the very best time to sort of, you know, give you a real good sense of where we're at as a team and, you know, what it meant to organize something of this scale. So... It felt like a wedding. <laughs> it did. It felt like a tiny wedding, yeah. but like in some ways harder than a wedding because when you're the bride in the wedding, you don't have to like you're the bride. carry the couch <laughs> and move the couch out of the way in your heels. And so, <laughs> no, you know, you're the like, bride <laughs> and the groom and the wedding planner and the yeah. greeter and every role in a wedding. But no, oh, it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I, there's a lot I would do differently. There's a lot I wouldn't. So we can kind of get into some of that, but mostly what we're going to talk about today is just how wonderful of an experience it was for us to meet so many of our clients from around the world that we had never met in person, some of whom we've known for years now. And also just to give you a little peek into the, the planning that went into the different sessions that we organized and why we chose those sessions and why, again, we think it's really important if you do have an internet-based business and you're an entrepreneur, a wellness entrepreneur online that you have still a way to connect with your community, even when they're far away, that you have a way to connect in person. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. That's it. Okay. And, and we're calling this episode in, you know, in iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere IRL just because. Because we're like, that cool. That's why. <laughs> so we want to. <laughs> so we couldn't think of a more clever title for it that was, you know, like poetic. So it's actually just about real life. So, I mean, yeah, I think, Sandy, the main point that we wanted to talk about, the overall point of the event, was just the value of connecting in person and, and, and what opportunities it opens up, both for the organizers as well as for the participants. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just will go back. For those people who didn't listen to our story in episode one, you and I both met at a live event for an inter internet-based uh, training program that we had just completed after six months. And so obviously that turned into a whole other, you know, partnership. Right. And it changed both of our lives because we happened to decide to show up for that event. 
Um, we otherwise wouldn't have connected in the online part of the community. So I think we, we both feel really strongly that that's amazing. And we saw that happen Mm -hmm. in our event too, with, with our clients in our community. So we saw people sharing information, hanging out afterwards, meeting up the next day, organizing retreats in Mexico together. I mean, like things were starting to take off already, which is really beautiful. And I think what we, you know, we were most hoping would happen. Yeah, I think, you know, building an online business, we're so focused on the freedom and staying at home and, you know, not going to places, not going to a workplace, not meeting up with people so that you have this freedom in your real life. But when I think it, you have to have a nice mix of both. And when we were, when people were sort of filing in that, that morning, I was kept touching everyone's head and shoulders and like, you have your three dimensions, like, look at you, you're real because we deal with just, you know, everyone on a screen. And so I also was really marveling at the depth of conversation that happened in person that no matter how we tried to recreate what we did online or some kind of forum or some kind of mastermind or workshop or something like that, there is no way that the conversations would have been the same. And I just, I think it's, it's a great reminder that we're human and that we need to to speak face to face and that it's probably not healthy for us to be speaking only through the internet, you know, every day, all day for the rest of our lives. So it was amazing to watch. And as like you said, the, the relationships and the conversations that happened, just there's no other place that that there's just no other format that that would have happened in other than online. So it was amazing to watch. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, I absolutely loved just sort of the moments when I wasn't teaching or, you know, shuttling people down to the photographer suite or something. I loved kind of just standing in the back, almost hiding and being a fly on the wall, just watching, watching the community, you know, show up and share and be vulnerable and, participate. It was really a beautiful thing for, for me to see as someone who started this company three years ago, you know, from a little desk on the side of my bedroom with a little baby under my feet to see these, see this thing blossom in real life is really different than to just, you know, be in my home office, you know, with our virtual team every day. Like it was, it was really beautiful. So, and it wasn't a terribly, you know, giant crowd, but it was a really, we had a full space, a full event and we, you know, I feel like the right people were in the room. There are definitely people I, I missed and wished that were there. And obviously the pool to do another event in the coming year is strong because of that. But it, it felt right. You know, it felt like all, all is well. And we have uh, we had a professional videographer, which I think was one of the, you know, lessons maybe to share, who's currently, you know, fine tuning the the videos for the the session so that those clients who were granted, you know, a ticket who couldn't end up coming from a long distance away are going to still, you know, be able to participate at least in the content. But yeah, I don't know. It was good. It also, it also <laughs> made me think like we, you know, we build this business behind the scenes and we get a new customer and they sign up and then we don't have, you know, daily contact with each of our customers. And you kind of forget that there's all these people out there doing the work and to have them all in the same room because it's hard. There's too many now. It's hard for us to keep track of who's do, who's doing what and how big they are, how small they are. And just to, just to hear like this platform that you started and we're building now together is having a huge impact in people's lives was really, really, it was a good reminder, oh, yeah. you know, of the importance yeah. of the work and the, um, the impact that we're, that we're having. So that I really enjoyed that as well. 
Yeah, it was so cool. And it was, it was so motivating too. I think it was motivating for me. And, and I know for you, Sandy, like we meant to have this, this is the other funny part. We meant to have this big team meeting because we were, hmm. our, you know, a bunch of our team was in Seattle for the event. And so the next day we somehow, well, I somehow thought we were going to be able to have like a strategy day, <laughs> which like we were so tired. I took a picture of like everyone like laying on the couches and like you're there like lay, draped across half a couch with like a towel over your head. And I was just like, I'm going to take it. This is like the well, most nonsensical idea I've ever had was to have like a strategy meeting the day after day, a big, after the live to be event. fair I had a horrible migraine and light <laughs> hurt my head so I was on the oh man on the couch not moving with like blacking out all light so yeah oh. that was that was a, a scene so yeah it was a scene. lesson learned but, but we but you and I started to really debrief this morning mm -hmm. after we sort of took some space um and I feel probably more motivated than I felt in years, like since, you know, since bringing yeah. you on and joining the accelerator, Sandy. And I think that that's the power that going to a live event has, whether you're the organizer or just a participant. I know every time I come home from a good business event or a conference, I feel, you know, reconnected to my business, like reconnected to my goals and my vision for what's possible and super inspired. Mm -hmm. And I know that we've been hearing from a lot of our clients that attended that they feel the same way. And I think that's just a natural byproduct of the euphoria of connecting and being around people who are doing the same thing as you and who are equally motivated and who have lessons to share with you and that you have lessons to share with them. Like it's just this magical thing that happens. And so as much as this was, you know, in some ways I viewed it in the last month or so as a bit of a distraction from like the, you know, the core of our work, which is, which is building and growing a software company and an online training community. This felt like a little bit of a distraction to me, but it also now I think feels well worth it mm -hmm. just because of that feeling of seeing everyone inspired and motivated. And then that feeling that I have myself. Yeah. What else can we do? How can we make this better? Just, yeah, there's nothing like meeting and seeing people in person to to get you kind of all fired up. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was good. So, so we were thinking in today's episode that we would just kind of go through the schedule of sessions that we went through uh, during the live event during Friday and talk about why we chose to focus on just those sessions versus like the giant universe of information that we could have focused on and how we came to the decision to choose each ses session and then like a little bit of a summary of what each session was. Just so that for those of you who weren't there live, you can get a sense of what it was about, what we're about, and also the thinking process that went into choosing that particular content. Sure. So let's talk about our first session of the day, which is uh, we have a new way of thinking, a new sort of analogy that we want to bring to online business, and we're calling it the empire. And we are going to talk about this more in some upcoming episodes. So, but we thought we'd just sort of introduce to you the topic uh, or the idea that we have of building your digital empire. Yeah. So we started the day of our live event with, of course, just like people streaming in and we had a little exercise for people to do. We asked everyone to write down their name, where they were from, their Instagram handle and one thing that they felt like they could offer others in the room and serve a way they could serve others. And so like to write all of that down on a card and tape it to this one door that we had, you know, put little washi tape on so that people could just have something to do, you know, rather than feeling compelled to have to talk to someone, but also just getting their minds starting to work and having coffee. 
And then we did introductions, which I think was really helpful because having done this card, they already sort of knew what to say in the introductions. And sometimes when you go around a room and you give people a minute to talk, they, they talk for more than a minute because they're kind of rambling on and formulating their thoughts. And I think this exercise really helps people to focus on something discreet to share. So we went through, we did introductions and then we dove into this idea that you're referencing Sandy of empire. And we have a whole episode coming up on this topic, so we won't get into it too much, but a lot, there's a lot of talk right now in the online world and in the marketing world about sales funnels. And we get questions about sales funnels all the time. And um, the whole term is problematic to us for a number of reasons, partially because it's just one single point in the process of building a business. There's a lot that you have to do in order for a funnel to make sense. And there's much more to growing a business than building a sales funnel. And so we started to talk about the concept of creating a digital empire and thinking about yourself as the in the role of empress or emperor and thinking about sort of building out something over time. Rome wasn't built in a day. What do you need to do over the long haul to build a sustainable online community that's generating money from you, but all, for you, but also serving others in the wellness space. And so we started to dive into that concept a little bit and also started to sort of frame out the rest of the day in terms of what, how, how all the different topics fit together in the context of digital empire. Yeah. I think we wanted to get people out of this sort of linear thinking, like have a person and try to make a sale and then it's over. We wanted to zoom out and take a good long look at what you have and where you want to go, like how big is that empire going to be and all the little components that make up the empire. Um, because when you build online, it can feel very scattered. Like you're just like, let's do Facebook ads and let's write a blog post and let's, you know, what about an opt-in? Like you're just kind of like, you know, squirrel, you're just all over the place. So I think it, it's a really valuable exercise to look at it as building an empire with different components that all kind of link together and have purpose um, but that over time you are going to add these different components. It's not just instantly done. It's not just set it and forget it. Um, so I, I think actually the analogy people got, which was reassuring. Yeah, we were sort of <laughs> testing it out <laughs> and, it, and it seemed to be well received. And I think, you know, when we share this in, in a broader conversation, we'll just also share about why there's a temporal aspect and a spatial aspect to building out an empire and I will also geek out a little bit on like sort of military theory and war theory, because I, I think that there are a lot of lessons that we can learn from kind of military thinking, the ability to sort of, you know, take your emotion out of it and act strategically, but then have your emotion in, in terms of the values um, that you're strategically acting on. So that's all coming soon in a future episode. So you can look forward to that. So anyway, so that was the first session really after everyone did a really brief introduction, we we gave an overview of this, this empire way of thinking and thinking about how we were just, you know, we were going to share a little bit about different tactics and, and different activities that go on in this digital empire, but they're in no way comprehensive and they're not necessarily linear. Like you don't do step one first and step two and step three and step four. So we just, we just decided to kind of paint the picture that way. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is a tool designed to help you teach, train, and coach from anywhere on the planet. 
If you're a wellness professional looking to take your business to the next level, you can learn more at namastream.com. So the actual topics, the the sort of workshops that we focused on throughout the live event were all driven by what our clients, customers, and community asked for. So they're not necessarily the topics we would have chosen. Some of them were, but some weren't necessarily the things we would have focused on if we were sort of waving our own magic wands and, you know, picking the like five topics we wanted to focus on for the day. But we wanted to make sure that we were really providing value and serving folks where they were at. So, you know, we had had a lot of conversations with and done Facebook polls and, you know, sent emails out to certain clients and just got got enough feedback that we felt confident in the topics that we had, you know, decided to focus on. So the first one, the first sort of comprehensive topic in the morning was on social media strategy with a particular emphasis on Pinterest. So what we did is we gave an overview of our own social media strategy, the, st- the strategy that we use at Namastream and why we choose to use the certain tools that we do and, and have the same kind of like posting schedule that we do. And we were just kind of available to answer questions about that, which I think was helpful because there's a lot you can teach, you know, in terms of theory, like this is how many times you should post to Twitter and this is how many, these are the optimal times to post to Facebook. And, you know, there, you can find that information anywhere on the internet, but I think hearing a business's actual strategy, you know, that like, this is what we've teased out for ourselves after testing a lot of things and after studying a lot of things. And so I think that was useful. Um, And then we really dove into Pinterest and this was probably the most requested topic of the entire day, which was surprising to me, but yeah, you know, it's, it's a really important traffic generation source for a lot of us. So we dove into Pinterest strategy and how we as a company use Pinterest to drive traffic to our website. And um, it's, it's the leading sort of traffic referral engine for our company at this point. So it made sense, you know, folks wanted to learn more about it. And I think basically no one in our audience, Sandy, when we asked, no one was using Pinterest for that purpose other than us. So I think that was a little bit of like shock and awe, Mm -hmm. right? Like people were like, really? Yeah. I don't think they, I think they all use it personally, but the, 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 you know, thinking of it for their business or how to generate traffic back to their blog or their websites or their products or whatever, they just, it just wasn't on their radar. So um, I'm not sure that a lot of them will go in and dive into the Pinterest strategy, but at least they know, at least they understand where they can lead to and how it, it it does work if they, if they choose to do it. That that's maybe that's not fair to say, maybe some of them will, but I think it's a bit more. I think some of them will for sure. And, you know, we really, the, the topic wasn't actually about Pinterest at all. Like we weren't teaching Pinterest strategy, but we were teaching SEO because Pinterest is a visual search engine. And so what I was actually doing was pretending like this was a Pinterest strategy session, but we were really like telling people how to use Google AdWords to find keywords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I think we, I would never call any topic in our community, like an SEO workshop, because I think people wouldn't like their eyes would glaze over. They would be not interested in that. But that's essentially what it was. So I think it was valuable in terms of it just being a, you know, an introduction to the topic, introduction to how Pinterest and SEO relate to each other. And I think we gave folks some ideas and some sort of like tactical takeaways, which was great. Mm -hmm. And then we moved into opt-ins. And the reason we moved into opt-ins is because 
I believe that too many people on of our, in our community have they're using their newsletter as an opt-in to their uh, email list. And I don't think that's as strong as it could be. So I wanted to um, discuss that, that that's probably a big no-no for most people, but give them some really good ideas on how to create an opt-in that will get people to, um, you know, exchange for an email. And so we had um, a giant, the biggest list I've ever made of different opt-ins and some questions to kind of get people um, you know, thinking of what they could, what they could create. And then we just talked about the delivery, like, should it be audio? Should it be, you know, video or should it be PDF? And so kind of came at it from some different angles to give some people some ideas. And then they worked in groups to, um, in partners to, uh, sort of brainstorm for their own sites. And even if they had an opt-in already, you know, you can use multiple opt-ins or maybe you can test a new one and see if that increases your conversion to your email list. So I just want to interrupt and say this is the kind of thing that only happens at a live event, right? Because we have a whole course, like a whole module on opt-ins inside of Soulful MBA in the paid community. And I think that the value comes from having a bunch of people watch you teach this topic, Sandy, at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone is taking notes in their little Namastream notebook. And then they get to brainstorm at that point after having just consumed the content at the exact same time and sort of being in the same headspace and then starting to talk through with someone sitting next to them how they could improve what they already have or how to create a new one. And, and that's like the magic right there. And mm -hmm. it's really hard to capture that yeah. if you're not in person at a conference. Yeah, that's right. And I think there were some quizzes made on the air, airplanes home. That's what oh, I heard. Right? Yeah. I didn't yeah. see that. That's great. <laughs> they got opt-ins made on the ride home. Yeah. So that, that was good. And then we did sequences and I can't remember. Yes, this was requested um, because people um, don't know how to create autoresponder sequences. So we did a whole session, um, quite a long session on once someone gives you their email and you give them the opt-in, then what? Like, what do you do with them now that they're on your list? We talked about, you know, providing a weekly newsletter or some kind of uh, consistent uh, and frequent communication. But beyond that, we discussed the idea of building an email sequence. So to 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 move them along, um, to nurture them, to educate them, to inspire them, to motivate them. And so I just taught a little bit about some copywriting ideas and some different tricks and also to not copyright from zero, to use formulas. And it's a whole lot easier to use the, there's so many out there, so many different copywriting formulas, um, but it's a great place to start. So we taught one called Peso uh, or Pesop and uh, just took them through um, those different stages and showed them how they can stack some emails uh, with a, a specific end result or call to action at the end of that sequence. Yeah, I think that's so helpful because we have so many clients who use our platform or who are in our community who have a great traction with getting folks to sign up for a free trial or a free product. And then there, there may be, those clients maybe struggle a little bit to get students to convert mm -hmm. into paying like customers, monthly members, you know, whatever they're selling. And I think they really appreciated Sandy, you teaching them some of these very tactical, applicable strategies. Um, and again, like I know that was a ton of work for you to put that together and, that training, you sort of like poured your soul into that. I remember when you were working <laughs> Look, on it. I'm still it working on it, Jenny. I can't talk to You're you. I'm still, still working on it, Jenny. Working on can't it. talk to you. Yeah. I think that a lot of the 
when people go online, I think they can, they, they believe they can just like create something and put it on their shop page and wait for someone to buy. And that was my biggest message is that you need to help them know that they need to buy, that if you wait for them to buy, they're never ready to buy. Like you've got to, you've got to inspire them to buy and you've got to put a little bit of urgency around it and then they'll buy. They, it may be perfect for them, but they need a little nudge to actually uh, finish that transaction. So that was the purpose of the whole sequencing workshop. Yeah. Yeah. And then after sequencing, we had a little break for folks to gather and have, you know, pick up their lunch at the counter. We had catering brought in. So we, we tried to keep the disruptions to the day as minimal as possible because we only had one full day for our event. I think, you know, if I were, if I were going to go back and do it again, you and I both talked about it would be so nice to have a second day so mm-hmm. that we didn't have to pack the day as full. And so people could have some some time in the night between the conference to get to know each other and to go do something socially and then reconvene in the in the event um, for more, yeah. you know, more workshopping. But we didn't have that this time. So we gave folks a little tiny break to grab food and then get back to their seats because we had a lunchtime keynote speaker. And that speaker is Laura Close. And she is a close collaborator, um, friend, mentor, coach, healer, all of the above. And she's fantastic. And she gave a talk on communicating your worth and value online with a huge emphasis on addressing internalized sexism for entrepreneurs. And it was just, I mean, out of this world. It was fabulous. Laura did what she does in person, which is sort of blow people away. Um, I loved and, watching their faces because I knew, yeah, I knew. I and they were just they like, didn't see it. they who, didn't see it coming. Who, like they don't know her name. Who is she? And then they're just sitting there and then they, you can just see them getting more engaged and more engaged and leaning forward. And like these, like, what? Oh, like just the, the just it just kind of washed over them like her ideas like it, it was it was amazing and she's always sort of entertaining right her little singing and she was great so I that was one of my favorite moments of the day was watching Laura reach them yeah with an issues they don't even know we a lot I think most of us uh, don't even know we have and she she called it out and it was like that's why it was great I just big fan of Laura Close. Yeah, me too, of course. <laughs> and, you know, she really, when there were certain things that she was teasing out and I think, you know, phrases that folks had in our community had never heard, like mm-hmm. the princess, yeah. you know, sort of like the princess complex and then like the the women's magazine industrial complex. And there are these <laughs> concepts that really, once you hear someone speak about them, you're like, oh yeah, that's right. That's how it is. So it was fabulous. And I know, um, you know, if we were to do another live event, we would definitely want to involve Laura again and maybe even a bigger capacity. Yeah. She she just does such great work with women and with entrepreneurs. It's anyway, we are so lucky to have her. So after lunch, we dove into Facebook ads. So this was another one of those like super uber requested training topics. And it, it was something that I think made us a little nervous just because you know, it's a little bit technical and not so fun, um, but Facebook ads can be an important strategic tool to use to grow your business quicker. So rather than kind of do a tech tutorial on how to actually create ads or choose custom audiences, we chose to focus on when and how and where you would use ads and sort of the time frame that you need to have. Like, How long before you're launching a program would you start ads? What kind of ads do you run? When would you not run ads? When, you know, so we, 
I gave a presentation at that point on sort of the strategic use of Facebook ads and how to tell if you're ready for them or not. And I think that that was um, a little bit of a presentation, but also a lot of Q&A. And I think that went over well with our clients too. Just it was a pretty mixed audience in terms of who had run ads before and who had not. And I think no, only like maybe three people in the room raised their hand saying that they they felt like their ads had been successful, which is sort of a shame because you can waste a lot of time and money with Facebook ads. <laughs> so that's what the whole point was, was to, to make sure that that doesn't happen. And I I think people miss a lot of opportunity because they try once, fail, and don't ever go back. They don't kind of dig deeper and figure out, you know, testing things and trying and learning. And then they, you know, because they can't, we've used them a lot and they can be very successful. So... Yeah. And you could also just like lose $1,300 one day because you make a mistake and then get on an airplane and you don't have any way of turning the mistake off for a few hours. So not that that's happened, but you know, (laughs) yeah, no, I mean, they're a crapshoot, right? Like you kind of got to know what you're doing or it's like, it's like playing blackjack. You can just like, I don't know, (laughs) you can lose a lot of money on the table. Yeah, You got to watch it. Yeah. So we, we did Facebook ads and then we put folks into masterminds. And so little mini, you know, like five or six people to a mastermind. And we just had them take about an hour to go in a round of hot seats and sort of share the biggest pain point or problem or hurdle that they're facing in their business and to get direct feedback from the community. And, you know, we were sort of like walking around, keeping some distance, kind of trying to eavesdrop and observe. And I, I think that actually some really cool things came out of those conversations. And that's where I think a lot of partnerships and like budding collaborations were starting to form. And I, I mean, it's so funny with like, health and wellness practitioners because like you're you're like standing on the other side of the room and all of a sudden you see somebody you know who's a yoga teacher and who's one of your clients like drop out of this circle of the table and start doing some kind of pose and everyone's watching and you're like what are you masterminding on <laughs> right now but it was really fun it was great um so so folks did that and then we broke down the room and had we made a makeshift little yoga studio space in our and fitness studio space in our live event. And um, Caitlin King from Yoga Soleil did a fantastic videography workshop. It was so fun to watch her teach She's that. just a natural teacher, you know? Like the first, yeah, she's first so, thing that she did so good. was like, everyone get out your iPhone. And she made everyone do a video for Instagram. A live, live video. video right then and there. It was awesome. People yeah. were kind of freaked out a little bit, right? Because it's pushing yeah. the comfort zone. And she's like, it's this easy. You push the button and you hold it, the record button. So it was great. Yeah. And she's also gets way technical in terms of camera angles and light and editing tools. And so it was great because so many people got to just sit there and ask master Caitlin all their questions and it's so good to have someone like her who's really a videography expert answer them because we get these questions a lot and we do our best but we're you know we we are not out making videos every day so it's it's amazing to see uh, her responses and she doesn't even have to think she just already you know she and, it's intuitive and that, that for her. our existing clients who do video could sort of pop in and well I do it this way or I feel more comfortable this way and we had a number of brand new Namastream clients and so I think their takeaways were just 
enormous, right? Because they, they yeah. heard it and they saw it and they made it, and she makes it really simple and it doesn't have to be super complicated equipment. And people were like, I just use my iPhone, you know, like it was so, it was, it was so, so good. Awesome. It was so good. Yeah. I had a brief moment where we had to, as you said, break the room down. So we had to get everyone to sit on the floor and I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, no, these guys, this is what they do. <laughs> they sit on the floor. Yeah, they're, they're no cool problem. with the floor. <laughs> yeah. We're all, we're all cool with the floor in this, this crowd. Yeah. And so, I mean, and then of course we broke after Caitlin's session and had a little bit of wine and, um, we lingered and made connections and then said our goodbyes. And so it was a, it was a fast paced day intense. and yeah, it was intense and fun. And we, I mean, not to mention the fact that we had a professional photographer working downstairs in the, in the photo studio all day, um, taking headshots and pose shots of everyone. And we also had, our designer, Shauna Peel, doing brand audits. So the, like the first 20 people who wanted to could sign up and get a free, you know, brand audit session. And so Shauna was in this little like retro, like Mad Men era room all day. <laughs> like poor Shauna was so tired, but we're like bringing her, you know, our bringing her folks constantly shuffling in and out throughout the day so that they could get feedback. And I know at least two people who personally told me that they had conversations with Shauna that totally changed it, changed the direction of their brand and their business. So, you know, like to have that, to like come away with this thing with a professional photo shoot and a full audit of your existing brand and all of this information, I, I think, and like a belly full of delicious food and kombucha and wine, <laughs> you know, I think overall it was just a magical, at least for us, it was a magical day. It was fun. And, you know, of course there's always lessons to be learned. We forgot tea. <laughs> One of our team members, Kathleen said, like, you have a lot of people asking for tea. And we're like, oh, <laughs> you know, even though we all drink tea also, like we missed it. We didn't have tea. Like now we will never forget tea at any event. Right. So like there's things like that that you just learn and you grow and you, you move on. But Overall, I would say like, we're really happy, right? We're really happy mm -hmm. with what happened and really excited to, to now that this is sort of past to sort of dive into the next phase of our business. Um, but knowing that this is something that, you know, we never really imagined we would do. We sort of did this on a whim. And as we were organizing it, we're like, we're never doing this again. And now, and of now, course, hmm. we're like, oh, when's the next one? So, you know, it just goes to show, I think, even though something can be a lot of work and maybe a little outside your comfort zone, if it really brings connection to your community and, you know, between you and your client base, it's, it's worth it. And our, and, and our teachers know this, right? Like a lot of our teachers lead retreats and do great work in person already. Um, but I know we have a lot of online entrepreneurs that listen as well. And so for those of you who sort of are not in a space where you're meeting your clients and customers, uh, in person, this is something to consider putting together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, I was absolutely adamant that we, this is the only one we will ever yeah, you do. You sure were. And now. And that there would be no swag, that I would order no swag. Yeah. And then there's the business partner who orders swag behind your back. Um, but now, now I know it wasn't, it wasn't that it was, they were great, but now I'm really thinking like this, the power of what happened, the connections and the excitement and how so much action I can see it already in our Facebook VIP group, what is happening out there is just incredible. So, you know, I think there's great value in this and we really need to look hard at whether we do this next year or not. So, and we love Seattle, but maybe next year it will be in a tropical place. Yeah. Somewhere. 
summer, summer hot. with a lot of sun. Yes. Yeah. So that was our live yeah, event. And we just wanted to share a debrief for those of you who are maybe thinking of organizing your own or those of you who are clients of ours who wanted to hear a little bit about what happened. That's kind of your insider info. So we will have videos of all of the sessions. They're getting like professionally edited right now with our editor and we're going to have those for sale. So, you know, this is not like a selling podcast right now, but just know that if you're intrigued by what we're talking about, that we will actually have a package of those videos for sale at some point in the next, you know, month or so from the release date of this podcast. So, okay, let's move on to joy and hustle. Okay. All right. So this is really funny. So our team does not get together in person a whole lot. And when we do, we always have our little like Canadian American slash whatever other foreign country issues go on. And Sandy is Canadian, as many of you know, and I am from the US. And in most of Canada, there is not a thing called Whole Foods. I think you only have it in a few Toronto, big cities, right? Toronto, I think. Oh, Vancouver, Toronto and Vancouver, Toronto, Vancouver and Victoria. Yeah. So when you come to Whole Foods, it's like this beautiful adventure. And it's really fun to watch, <laughs> you know, somebody who is not familiar with Whole Foods hang out in there. Um, <laughs> so Sandy was asking me when we were like shopping for our Airbnb oh, for our team and for a few like last minute supplies for our event. She's asking me about this like box coconut cream. And I was like, Sandy, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, no, we're in Whole Foods. You have this little box of coconut cream. And I was like, I don't know. So we ended up asking like several employees and we discovered this coconut cream. And Sandy has convinced me that this is the best thing ever. So just just like refresh my memory. <laughs> Why is this box okay. coconut cream better than a can because of coconut cream? Because it's the packaging. So in a can, <laughs> you have to like open the can and then you have to like take the cream out and it's like liquid on the bottom and it's solid on the top and so on. And then you have to like find a container to store it in if you don't use the entire thing all at once. This thing, I'm going to hold it to you so you can see it, Jenny, is the brand is so delicious. It's just a Tetra pack of coconut cream. Um, but it's tiny. It's small and it doesn't have the liquid. It's just the thick, you know, the really good thick stuff. And so you can just squeeze it out and then you can just put the lid back on and put it back in the fridge. And so I don't have to mess about with like cans of coconut milk. And oh it makes God. me so happy. And so I will use this in coffee. So sort of... Uh, um, an alternative to bulletproof coffee. I will sometimes add um, butter and coconut uh, cream to my coffee. Um, it's a whole other conversation. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. But I, it, this just makes me so happy. I can put it in my suitcase and bring it home back to Canada in a little, little Ziploc and doesn't, it's great. It's the packaging. It is the packaging. It is so great. And it is like the best day ever when I get to wander around Whole Foods and just see all these brands that we don't have and all these products I hear about on podcasts but can't get in Canada. So and Kathleen was with me. She was just about as, you know, she was as excited. I know, no, you were both equally excited and you were, you were like pointing at different things in the supermarket and like even the produce <laughs> aisle and talking about how well, we don't have this. I mean, well, it was, I it's like, it's hilarious. Like, like I should have been like <laughs> Facebook live watching you from Whole Foods because it would be an entertaining had, show. Like, 29 cents. like follow the, it's, it's like comedians riding in cars. It's like, Canadians walking through the grocery store. <laughs> like I'm going to start that show. <laughs> it's the best. And you all don't have alcohol in your grocery no. stores. So whatever. No. So anyway, so that's enough about this coconut oh, creamer. Now we're going to move on to the hustle. We'll link to the coconut creamer for those of you who are curious and live in the United States. You can purchase some. 
Um, so Hustle, we just wanted to promote Caitlin's iMovie for Yogis mega course. Caitlin is our videography instructor from our live event. She's a big part of our community. She teaches a mini version of her videography course inside of our Paid Soulful course. And she's fantastic. And she has put together the most comprehensive video editing course I've ever seen for yoga teachers who are looking to film. And for those of you who are fitness instructors or anyone else who's filming, you know, outside and doing full body filming, I can't recommend it enough. So yeah, Caitlin King, iMovie for Yogis, we'll link to it in the show notes. Yeah, she's fantastic. And for movement practice, the angles, the level, everything, Ken Burns, she's got it all. And that's a wrap. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. We'll, Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Soulful MBA is not just the name of our podcast. It's also the name of our premium business course and community. If you are a wellness entrepreneur who dreams of growing your business online, but you're not clear on your next steps and you wish you had someone to guide you, then we've got something for you. Get Soulful MBA's first syllabus and three free video lessons by heading over to soulful.mba sample. Soulful MBA.